Matthew 7, 3-5. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but don't consider the plank in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Why? How these little words have power to trip us up. If and why? Tiny words but full of question and meaning we cannot escape. And Jesus isn't asking because he doesn't know. He knows exactly why we behave as we do. And he knows what the plank is. So if you thought I'd finish with the issue of judgment and how Jesus sees it, think again. It's such a major problem. We can't pass over it quickly. We need to answer Jesus' question. Why? Just why do you judge other people so harshly? What is in you that thinks you can elevate yourself to the position of judge over them? Uh, Here comes some more inconvenient enlightenment for some. It's because, beloved, what you see in them, you know is in you, and you don't like it. You can't face what's in you, so you point to them in judgment, which makes you feel better, and justifies in your own eyes your disdain or angst towards them. Come on, fess up, I can hear you spluttering again. I just nailed you right there. This is particularly true of anyone who has a rejection problem. I said that Quietly, you notice, I drop my voice and I'll put it in small print. Rejection. Okay, let's face it. No one wants to be told that their desire to expose others by the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness, read criticism, you'll find that in Isaiah 58.9, is most likely because they themselves are hiding behind something like their carefully constructed self-protective mechanisms which make them feel better about themselves. Hypocrites, Jesus calls them. Doesn't mince his words, does he? Hypocrites, play actors, pretenders, one thing with one person and completely another with someone else, pointing the finger behind the back, criticising and judging, tongues full of bitterness and angst, sowing discord, strife and negativity. Unaware and uncaring that there are three fingers pointing back to themselves and that God hears it, all of it, every word. He hears, but he doesn't condemn. But we do have to face it, beloved, he hears, ouch. But he also knows why we do it. It usually stems from something that we all suffer from to a greater or lesser extent, rejection. Passed down as a legacy from Adam and Eve who were thrown out of the Garden of Eden and prevented from returning, being born again often doesn't solve this deep-seated problem. And sooner or later, Jesus will nail us on it one way or the other. He doesn't condemn, but he will deal with us and heal us. Because our inheritance in him is not to be wounded, but to be healed. If I've pinpointed an area... Right where you need healing. Don't push it down or ignore it, beloved. Stop blaming other people. Stop pointing the finger. Stop judging and criticising them. Stop talking about them when they disappoint you and don't give you what you want. Admit you need help. You are suffering from the effects of rejection and it's affecting you right now. It's stunting your growth. 
You'll find all the help you need in a little book by Joyce Mayer called The Root of Rejection. In its pages, you will not only find your healing, but you'll come to understand why you do these things, why you perceive and behave as you do, and then you can make the choices to change. Then you can go to him and confess just why, which was his question at the start, you think and behave like that, just as he's asked, and he will forgive you and cleanse you and heal you. No condemnation, no judgment, no finger pointing, no blame, no shame. This is a healing issue. You can now begin to walk in your new identity in Christ and put on all the lovely things you're learning from this study. Cool. Done. See you tomorrow.